King Dumb Clinet. More like King Dumb. Hey, King, King K, how does it feel to be criticized? I'm getting a green text you into oblivion, uh, oblivion on r slash Nintendo. Oblivion. All my Redditors will come at you with the fiery storm of anger, and they'll breathe really heavily. Then we'll burn inside the fires of a thousand suns. Greetings. All right, welcome back. And welcome to gentles and ladiesmen. To, to another exciting. Um, no, no, no. It's, it's not working. Don't, don't welcome them back. Don't welcome them back. They don't need. Yeah, right. fuck you guys. You're, you're not welcome in my house. Stop watching this we podcast. Didn't mean <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Go outside. And while you're at it, please remember to buy our shirts. Yeah. Um, they're gonna have such great MS paint, paint art. We've commissioned Michael himself. He's gonna be drawing it all. It'll, it'll be like that time this. I drew the Mona Lisa for Game that, Mavericks. That rem you remind me of a fucking Family Guy. Like, fucking, like, hey, Lois, that reminds me of that time. <laughs> that, 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 that time when I was an Undertale. Do you remember that, Lois? Where in I was an Undertale. <laughs> hey, Lois, have you ever played a game called uh, Undertale? <laughs> uh, this is already shit. Uh, so, today, we today... I'm gonna I'm gonna reel us back in right off right off the bat. Uh, He's gonna reel us back in and then throw us out in the waters of fucking fan fiction. Yes, that's what we're gonna do. So <laughs> welcome damn back it, still. to another terrible, amazing, fantastic episode of Unverse Cast. Where no, it's just terrible. It's okay, just fine. Terrible. terrible episode of Unverse <laughs> Cast. Where we 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 talk about video games and read stupid fan fictions. And and uh, go off topic, but that's the best and part. Die inside. And yeah, and a lot of that. <laughs> to kick us off today, we're, we're going to be starting out with some more Uncle Mike's fanfic corner, the the Woo! amazing writing feature of this channel that started by accident. Um, <laughs> so last time you, we're continuing the epic Sonic High School saga here, which has how many chapters in it? Too many. 25 chapters. We're gonna be reading this forever, uh, but it's still Jesus the best Christ. fan fiction, the most consistent fan fiction we've ever read on this. Hey, you know what? Hey, if if Gavin is fucking watching, where is my Sly Cooper fan fiction? <laughs> it takes time to develop art. That is true. That's true. Gavin, if you're watching, post in the comment section. Say, uh, hi. Don't I'm say anything. Listen, listen. He's my buddy. Okay. Well, so last time we <laughs> left off, uh, Eggman and Sonic had a confrontation at Ghost Island, I think. And Eggman got away, but not before he <laughs> set up um, Amy in a Fifty Shades of Grey uh, bondage thing on his on a bed in the house, and then Sonic contemplated raping her. What? Uh, but decided not oh, to, yeah. so that he could go save Tails. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, they yeah. figured out some kind of code 
that they needed to unlock a safe that had the key to get Tails. And it turns out it was Chaos Emeralds backwards. And there was some kind of throwaway line about Amy being, it's a good thing she's cute because she's not smart at all or something like that. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was. A little bit of misogyny sprinkled in. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was the worst thing ever, but we loved it. So now we're back for chapter four, where we're going to continue the Dark Doom Firemaster Saga Sonic High School with chapter four. And this one is called Getting a Date. And this should be... Just in time for Valentine's Day! Yeah. Even though it was three days ago. That this this okay. <laughs> This, this <laughs> is, uh... How was your Valentine's Day, Ryan? Oh, you know, it was, uh... Just me and a gentleman named Jack. His last name was Daniel, <laughs> so don't mind that. That's hot. Oh, how was, oh, <laughs> was your Valentine's Day, Michael? Uh, it was it was lonely. I don't and think I can Jack. He's great. Yeah. yeah. Why I, my okay? Why did we start the podcast and my nose just started fucking bleeding? Because <laughs> uh, we were talking about love, <laughs> and you just remembered like Mickey. Sexy. <laughs> oh what damn! Right now, right now, talking about our, our intense nights with Jack, and then then fucking Dan over here okay, gets a okay. nosebleed. <laughs> Ryan, it, it does my heart good to know that you're in on that. That you know what that is. <laughs> must go on. I have tissues. But it must go on. Uh, I I was gonna go for the idea that it was like an omen that to stop and turn back now, but no. your joke was much better, Ryan. He's turned on. Okay, so Sonic you did like in the first. Uh, yeah, so now to roll the intro. That was great. I, I especially liked the uh, the fly. I especially liked the grand pumpkin. That was a nice touch. Uh, so Sonic, Sonic did. I especially like liked when you made the screen go whoosh and you did a bunch of edits that I'm gonna make you do because it'd be funny. Also, when you put your uh, credit card information and your social security number on the screen. Right, I great. think we've made that joke before. Yeah, While you're listen, at it, just okay. show a lot of footage from um, the Ugandan genocide. You can shut the hell up. Fuck you. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that is just the moment when the joke went too far. <laughs> uh, okay, so Sonic, Sonic did like in the first chapter and went to school again. We're off to a great start. Now did it's lunchtime. Like in the first chapter. <laughs> now it's lunchtime and Sonic was in the lunchroom. Sonic was telling all of the people at this table, who were Tails, Knuckles, Shadow SPO, and Charmy B, about what did happen yesterday, but Tails already knew, so he was nodding his head like a good friend. <laughs> you should have seen it, said Sonic. I was in the haunted house and I shot Eggman, but I let him get away right before I could have killed him. Sonic laughed and Tails laughed at the same time. Knuckles said, You should stop going on these cool adventures because high school is more important, said Knuckles, and Sonic knew he was right because it's called Sonic High School and it should be more about the high school part. <laughs> so Sonic I, I, Is that like a part of the of the actual fanfiction? Because I don't have it open. That is. That's in there. Oh my god. Oh, do, oh, I need to send you guys the link, don't I? Yeah, that would I'm be nice. I'm already on it because I am an expert internet There you sleuth. go, Ryan. Ryan Kohai. Thank you, uh, Exo Senpai. Uh, so, doki doki. Well, I am 
I'm entering the science competition, said Tails. To win the science competition, I have to come up with the best invention. And my invention is this invisibility hat. It makes you invisible, but I can't do it right now because I have to make sure it works perfect for the science competition. Tails was so smart that Sonic knew he would win the science competition because Tails is like Anestine. <laughs> I, I did. That's probably some anime character, so I probably I was butchered his Einstein. name. Oh! Oh my god! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Honey, you can't do that. Nerd! I thought, I, I I thought he was trying to say like intestine or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> my oh, my squeaker box is broken. I'm only wheezing what? now. Of course, oh, it's Einstein because he capitalized the I. Oh God. <laughs> oh, nerd! Shout it! Shout Knuckles right into Tails' ear. What a bad guy. I'm just. I'm just hanging out and not going to class because I want to cause trouble," said Knuckles. Knuckles I was so he was the one who said that yeah, you're supposed to go to the, class. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Knuckles was so bad that he would cause trouble. Sonic thought Knuckles was a fuck. <laughs> Shadow was next, and he was badder than Knuckles, but in a different way. I'm not going to be around. I'm not going to be around much longer," said Knuckles. He always did at the end what he was saying because it was oh, oh my god he always did ellipses at the end of what he was saying because it was mysterious where are you going said tails because he was curious i'm going to kill my parents said shadow see this is how shadow was worse than knuckles he did serious bad things at least at the end of the day knuckles could sleep Shadow was too dark for that. <laughs> I'm going to try out for the football team, said Espio. Football. Espio was athletic like Sonic, but he was not as fast, but he had a horn on his nose that was good for attacking people in front of him. So Sonic thought he would be good at football. I'm Why? going to try out for the play, said Charmy B. Charmy B was loud and singing always. You're an annoying fag, so you should do great, said Knuckles. Do oh not God. hurt my feelings, said Charmy. Charmy was used to being hectored. What? <laughs> Charmy was used to being hectored, so he was able to remove himself from his potent fury. <laughs> Did you see Rouge just now, said Espio. She's looking so hot in her tiny bra. Espio obviously Whoa. wanted to kiss her deep. <laughs> kiss her deep? What does that mean? <laughs> you should ask her out, said Sonic. But the prom was yesterday, said Espio. Well, that is okay. You can date any time, said Sonic. Oh. Life lessons with Sonic. <laughs> said, said Espio. Well, then I'm going to kiss and sex her tonight. Espio was like a little boy looking at his mom's boob <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, I, I just want to say something. I was thinking to myself, I think this fanfiction might be getting old. I think people might be tired of hearing about it. <laughs> but it just gets worse. It just it keeps gets finding worse. new ways to entertain. 
Oh uh, my god. This might be the best schlock comic. Oh, I've this ever next read. sentence. Oh Jesus. The way the way this Sonic and Sonic and Tails together were both looking at each other and they wanted to help Espio. <laughs> we are gonna help you get a date, said Sonic and Tails at the same time simultaneously. And we are gonna do it right now, said Sonic and Tails. In case you forgot. Sonic and Tails saw Donald and Goofy and got up and both grabbed one of Espio's arms and dragged him across the room. Sonic did most of the dragging because he is stronger and put him right at know. Rouge. Good to know. What is this about? said Rouge with a questioning sound. She blinked her eyelids quickly <laughs> like a race car. Oh my god, that's so fucking fast. What do you want? Why are you here? Espio looked right into her eyes with a passion like a hundred barking dogs and said, Rouge, will you go out with me? Espio was oh sweating and there were drops of sweat dropping off his hands in front of her. I don't know, said Rouge and looked at Espio. Rouge gave him a sexy look that made Espio feel in love. Please do it, said Sonic and Tails together at the same time. Today... Okay, we can go on a date tonight, said Rouge. Sonic and Tails and Espio were stoked and high-fived right there. By the time this night ended, one of them would have done their first sex. Sometimes I wonder if, if Dark Doom Firemaster is a native English speaker. Done their first sex. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now here's the hard part, said Espio. How do I put sex in her without how do I put sex in her without getting in trouble? Sonic and Tails what? looked at each other and thought, uh-oh. And Espio walked out while holding on to Rouge's boobies because they're an old boyfriend and girlfriend and it's allowed to do it. <laughs> What's funny is that even though it's so incoherently structured, you know exactly what they're trying to say. <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh. Oh. I, I think I think Ryan is not on this planet anymore. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh so folks, just just uh do not touch a person anywhere without their permission. And yes. I just feel Ladies the need and to say that. That's your uh, educational message from the Inversed cast. We'd also like to remind you not to do drugs, alright? If you find heroin in your mom's dresser, you know, take it out, bring it to school, and uh, give it to your you teacher. Uncomfortable, smash their fucking teeth in. Um, and also just an important PSA. Um, if you find a knife, you know, they're sharp objects. You know, you want to stay away from them. So bring it to your school, sharp hand it to your teacher. Have consequences, yeah. If you're in a movie theater, you know, order popcorn. Watch it pop. Realize your life has no meaning. You got have you guys been rehearsing this? <laughs> no, we're just we're just very good. We're very good wave Wow, well, yeah. you guys you guys are the are the best improv group I've ever seen. <laughs> oh man. I I, Today I thought Rich I had, Evans like, was good. Oh, Michael, <laughs> you and your family guy humor. Doesn't Rich Evans have, like, type 13 diabetes? 
13. I, I don't know what? if it's true or not. It might, it might have just been a joke. <laughs> you you think they were serious, Michael? I didn't. I didn't think they were serious. I didn't. I, I didn't. But I did the real not. question is, is Mike Stoklasa replacing your diabetes medicine? I've seen that episode like 10 times, okay? I know it's, I know it's a joke. <laughs> All right. We're all right. We're done with we're done with Sonic High School. Unfortunately, we have to leave it on a cliffhanger with uh, implied possibility of rape hanging in the air. Uh, yeah, okay, so we're done with the Sonic fic fan fiction. Now we go to the Kingdom Hearts fan fiction. I indeed. mean, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. We are continuing our multi-part uh, Kingdom Hearts retrospective here on Unverse Cast. Last time in episode Fubar of whatever uh, we talked about Kingdom Hearts one. <sighs> When the fuck was the last time we talked about that? Uh, episode 29? 28? I don't even Have know what episode I'm gonna say, no. I'm gonna say 28. Uh, we talked about, and if I'm wrong, then uh, Sonata gets to find the real one and put up the thumbnail. Uh, hey. So that's, that's what happens. Uh, we talked about Kingdom Hearts 1, now we must continue the series with Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Uh, who would like to start us off? This I'll start us off. Oh. <laughs> I, Read the I, manga. Read the manga. There you go. Is there a manga? Yeah. Now, if I'm if I'm incorrect, I may be incorrect about this one, but doesn't Jack usually start you off? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay. Now... I just had to get- I had to squeeze that joke in there somewhere, now- Alright, so... Do you ever think Kingdom Hearts is really dumb? Like... Yes. Just the concept no, is super never. dumb. I mean... Yeah. Like, it's- I think- I feel like- I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot. <laughs> it's just so fucking stupid. But I love it. <laughs> like... Uh, you're it's like, like an existential- darkness! Like Mickey Mouse is over of here. Of course, like, I almost forgot the most important thing: helping others comes before asking others for help. Remember, kids, if you're trying cocaine, <laughs> use a little. Remember, kids, suppress the darkness within you. Uh huh. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be turned into a monster. Uh huh. And saying, I am some. Uh, well, does so. that computer say anything about them? They're nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what okay, if Goofy so, that like, Kingdom Hearts 2 yet? That, yeah, that's gonna be a fun episode. Uh, but unfortunately, until then, we are stuck in the purgatory that is Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. I can imagine, like, a, a video essay starting off, like, how do we improve Kingdom Hearts' story? <laughs> and then, it's like and a then, perfect King K impression! Whoa. That's that is not totally okay. how his video and is then gonna it's start like, out. Um, and then it's like, how do we improve Kingdom Hearts? Well, it's simple. We kill Goofy. And then it's like, <laughs> in big block letters of kill Goofy, and then you hear like a lo-fi like hip-hop beat, like, BOOM! It's like, a lot of people don't understand Goofy's true intentions. It's like, um... 
real talk though. Yeah. When, when he died in Kingdom Hearts 2, he, he, nobody was created. Yeah. Oh no! Oh right! Uh, quick, people in the comments, uh, tell us what Goopy's Organization 13 name should be. <laughs> Shuvig? Foog. Shuvig? Foog! Foog! With the silent X in the middle! Uh, a silent X. Boshob. Boshob. Boogie. Boogie. And what would it be? His weapon. It would be like. Uh. How about he'd be. A shoe. He'd yeah. use a shotgun. <laughs> Just like a very realistic, out of place <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Well, somebody's got to pack the heat around here. <laughs> I was going to say something really bad, but I'm not going to say it. Never mind. No. I'm, I'm here to steal hearts <laughs> and a two bubble gum. And I'm all he's all, he's a member of Organization <laughs> 13, but he's also oh, a member of the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> He's got like a camo hat instead of like his fucking green hat. It can't be camo though because it has to be black and has to be in a coat. No, he has like a camo version of the coat. Yeah. <laughs> That's the 15th member of Organization 15. <laughs> the 15th. The 15th. They should- oh, there's gotta be a parody, dumb fucking parody animation on YouTube. Of like organization 13 has too many members like it's like a big parody where like all these characters get added and they're like whoa we gotta change the name it's no longer 13 <laughs> here's something really fucking stupid I'm sure it's out there it's it's got to be like in um why I feel like I'm making really like really dark humor today Ugh. Hey, Docs, are you doing okay? How's life at no. home? I'm thinking about Goofy. <laughs> he, he saw the other side of death. He, he did, though. They're going to pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Mickey, let me get this straight. You want to divorce your wife, Minnie, because she's silly? No, I want to divorce her because she's fucking goofy. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, look at that anime. Yes, I have to look forward to on the other side. <laughs> oh, Riku. I like your new keyblade. Maybe you can unlock my keyhole tonight, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they, did, they were Mickey, in the... Mickey and Minnie. I have an image of Mickey and Minnie fighting for Riku. <laughs> fighting for Riku. Oh, dude. Mickey, Minnie would watch, like, Riku plow Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is terrible. Riku, you must unlock my door to darkness. And Riku's like, no, my only oh, thing is yes. for Mickey. I only love Mickey Mouse, not Minnie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have to balance both the woman's side the and the man's side. The door to darkness, Mickey's asshole. 
He has to balance both the light and the darkness. <laughs> oh no. What if Mickey's dick? Whoa, this is going really far. It's bigger than you think. <laughs> oh. Holy fuck. So, I think we're, we're, we're all just beating around the bush because we don't actually want to have to talk about this game. I want you to give like a synopsis of Chain of Memories and your best like irate gamer uh, thing. <laughs> that should be funny. Do it. So I picked up this game at a flea market the other day. <laughs> it's called Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. I popped, I popped this piece of crap into my system. And it starts out with uh, Sora, Donald, and Goober heading off to the, the castle of Woody. Goober! And once they, once they arrive, uh, a mysterious man in a black coat gives him a card or something, and now he has to go from floor to floor in order to find something he's lost, or something like that. Uh, this game makes me dizzy when I play it. <laughs> so I didn't get very far. I'm, I'm sorry, and, and who is this again? <laughs> it's it's supposed to be Chris Bores. Who is that? <laughs> the Irate Gamer. It's, it's oh, I don't know who that is. It's so accurate, though. <laughs> he would say something fucking stupid like Goober. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do, um, can anybody do a DSP? Oh, I've never seen him. King K, can you do a DSP? <laughs> you think I can do a DSP? He's like, oh man, the, oh, I watched a bunch of DSP videos yesterday. <laughs> There's one video <laughs> where he has to unbox like this game and the fire alarm is going off in his building and he's just talking about the game. <laughs> well, the fire alarm is going off. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't think to stop the fucking recording, but he keeps going. The fire alarm goes. He's like, I cannot believe the fire alarm is going off. This is so annoying. <laughs> and then he uploaded the video anyway. <laughs> it just goes he to show the funniest man on the fucking planet. It just, it just goes to show how interesting Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories is if we're talking about all this other shit. King K. King K. No, you want to get matter of fact? Chain of Memories fucking sucks. Well, yes. no, it's a bad game. It is. Okay, Wait, so. Wait, hold on. I I actually like one thing about Chain of Memories. Yeah, I bet I can guess what it is. What, your what are you going to guess? Right? That's, that's <laughs> huh? the best part. Your OTP, one true pair. <laughs> yes. But, but also. But also, I like the message of Chain of Memories in the end. The balance of the dark and the light, although cliche was kind of like, oh, that's an interesting direction to take Riku now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but too bad, other than that. Too bad you have to slam your face against a wall through some of the worst gameplay I've ever seen in order to get there. Well, See, the like, thing is, you, I, well, I hate the gameplay. Huh? Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think that's why they didn't want to remake it for the Final Mix versions. They just realized how bad of an idea that really was. Uh, they didn't remake what for the, for the... Oh, the, the gameplay the... of Chain of Memories. No, they did. It's fully playable. No, play they didn't. Yeah, it's fully playable. 
In Final I've Mix? I've played some of the game. <laughs> yes, in Final Mix, they have no. Chain of Memories fully playable in No. It. No, no, it's only the credits. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. King K, no. back me up on this. You were playing what? it just it last night. Hey, Dux, okay. Hey, Dux, are you talking about a Final Mix version of Chain of Memories, or are you talking- Yeah. Oh. No, okay, that, that didn't happen, no. Yeah. Um, but That's it might as well have happened, about. because they, they ported it to PS2. Yeah, I was talking about the Final Mix version. Like, there, that doesn't exist. But, the, yeah. okay, they clearly cared enough about it to remake it for the PS2, though. Yeah, but they didn't care about the gameplay to add it into the Final Mix version. So, okay, so you're talking about the HD collection, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's fully playable in the HD collection. Yeah, it is no, in it's the not. HD collection. Yes, yes, it it is. No, it's not. I yes, have it played is. it. King K no. has played it. What did you no, think the King K getting those clips from? You're bullshitting me. Uh, hey, dogs, are, are you trying, no, to, are you trying to mind fuck no. us right now? No, K this is Hadox. If you go to my Twitter, it says that I posted those things from the PlayStation Store. Hadox, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 has has reached. No, not on the PS3. Are you sure as well? Yes. No, not on the PS3. Yes, on the PS3. I've played it. What else do you think is in that? What else do you think is in that collection, Hadox? I I I I I thought it was okay. In 1.5, it's Kingdom Hearts one. It's 358, yeah. and it's Rechain of Memories. And 358 no, but Rechain of Memories scenes. and 358, they're just the cutscenes. No, it's no. just 358. No, only the cutscenes. <sighs> Rechain of Memories is playable on the collection. Oh. Yes. Oh. Hey, Doc, so <laughs> I, are you, have you been drinking? <laughs> no. Still, <laughs> oh, as Jack's giving you some attention. Because he didn't play the 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that existed. I just thought it was the cutscenes. Nope. Oh my I, god. Okay. But to be fair, you're better off just just watching the cutscenes anyways. Which is what That's I did. That's why I bought a PS2 copy because I didn't. So I, I, hold I, on a minute. Well, wait, wait a minute. What was the last time you played this game, Hadox? I played it on PS2. Like, remember when I was doing my Kingdom Hearts retrospective thing? I played it on <laughs> PS2. I had to buy a PS2 copy because I didn't know it was on the final mix. Yes. You bought a it's PS2 copy. <laughs> yeah. Even though you had the fucking game. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I just, I thought it was just the cutscenes. Michael. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I'm serious. I didn't know that. I feel like DSP right now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Okay. So I would now say, I would say if, if you are hell bent on playing any form of chain of memories <sighs> just play the game boy advance one. Oh, i i played the gba one too i have that one i think that one is it's it's fine i think the ps I... like what like what dan was saying uh on discord last night where it, it feel it might have been last night it might have been earlier today but you were saying that it was like it feels luck based and it feels like as if you're playing on a gimped version of kingdom hearts one's combat Right? You said something like that? Yeah, well what they tried to do is they said, hey, we have all these KH1 assets, let's... So they, basically anything in the game, unless it's a new organization member, is lifted from KH1. Mm -hmm. Sometimes KH2. even KH2, yeah. yeah. So they, they imagine a 
GBA combat system being ported to animations for KH1 combat. There's a reason that it worked on the GBA. That's because things did not move the same way, you know? Yeah. Alright, well... Uh, where, where to begin with this one? Because we've been kind of dancing around it for, for about... Well, I feel like minutes. we've already begun. It fucking sucks. Well, I yeah. think, it sucks. again, I think the GBA version, it's... I think that version is fine. I think the gameplay fits See, better. Even, even my dog doesn't like it. She just whined. <laughs> um, and there is some appeal in seeing some of the Kingdom Hearts 1 worlds being translated uh, no. into... I don't know. I don't I, agree. That's, that's with me anyways, because like... You gotta see the, on GBA, the he meant were, Yeah, on GBA. Oh. Yeah, oh, okay. like that. That's kind of like part some of the appeal of Chain of Memories. See, but for the, the thing is, at least that why... was some of the appeal before. Like it wasn't anymore. You know, like <laughs> my thing is, why would you play any king? Why, why would you play this game? What is the purpose? <laughs> well, well, this was actually the first Kingdom Hearts game that I played. And I played it because I'm I didn't so have a PS2 at the time. Well, I played this game a lot when I was young. Like, when did this game come out? I, I'm pretty sure I got it when it came out. 2003 or 2004, one of the two. I played I, it a lot. I when remember. I, was young, glad. I have this distinct memory of seeing the commercial on TV. And that, that, you remember, I might have said this during a Kingdom Hearts 1 discussion, but I, for some reason, I could swear I heard Simple and Clean on the radio at some point. Which mm. couldn't be possible. I think I just confused that with hearing the theme for the Chain of Memories GBA commercial. And it just stuck in my head or something. And then I... that Okay, but point is, I distinctly remember playing uh, the Spongebob movie game on GameCube with my brother. And thinking about how stupid that Chain of Memories game looked because it was <laughs> Disney and Animu together. I distinctly remember that, and I might have been—I might have been like eight, or nine, or ten, somewhere <laughs> in that age range. I just didn't get it, and there was no way I could play the other games because I didn't have a PS2 growing up. Mm. So there, there's, there's your d dose of little Mikey memories right there. Mikey you know memories. Um, <laughs> That's wonderful. Another thing too is that like the whole gimmick with this game is cards. You know everything. Revolves. Oh Jesus. Everything revolves around cards and you know, it's 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 a card-based combat system But I also remember like being really Really into it because this was also the time where um, when this game came out I was in I think I was in like elementary I had it been in elementary school and like Yu-Gi-Oh and the Pokemon trading card oh. game, like, They were like th Like they were at their fucking peak like everything was about the Pokemon card game and the Yu-Gi-Oh card game so Suddenly, the game, game makes a lot more sense now that you've said that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like, it, it, like that's like when when there were all of these fucking like like dual dual masters. I don't know if anyone remembers that fucking one. But like, everything was suddenly getting a card game around that time, or at least that's what I remember. Um, so that it's kind like of makes sense, but also had a lot of appeal to me because I was into collecting that kind of shit. So, it's like when video games got edgy. For that brief period of time, yeah, like we had Shadow the Hedgehog. What? what? No, there, there was this yeah, very specific two-minute window in our history when video games <laughs> became edgy. No, it's like Shadow the Hedgehog, Jack Two, Shadow you know, the Colossus. What, you mean. what does yeah. that have to do with Chain of Memories? 
I don't know. I, I, I think it just reminded just like, him of the, the fact yeah. that card games were popular. It reminded him of another similar trend. <laughs> I like happened. how you're explaining my like weird mind. You're like, this is what he meant. Well, if you're I'm like wrong, my, you can correct me. My but... estranged parent who's explaining like why this kid's got like a journal into <laughs> the principal. Speaking of which, like, uh, did you ever get your dream journal back from the principal, Hadox? What? Send what? him to the principal's office and have him expelled! Oh, I, you're doing a funny, <laughs> Michael. I, I was referencing the hit film from 2005-6-ish, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, where the main Did character. Did Doug Walker tell you that? No, I've I've seen this movie. I yeah. saw it in Why? theaters. The one can where you, the villain, can, the one where the villain is George Lopez. <laughs> no, 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 he's George not Lopez the real villain. The real face. villain is, is a little kid named Doug Minus. Walker. <laughs> the Doug Walker is the real villain. The villain is based on a kid he knows in real life named Linus, and the villain's name is Minus. All I remember is how awful it looked to have George Lopez's face on giant <laughs> Anyway, what if it was Doug Walker's face on that big robot? <laughs> I imagine it would look very different. Hey, hey, guys, I'm the Nostalgia Critic, and I deliver it, he's like a pizza delivery man, he's like, I'm the Pizza Critic, I deliver it so you don't have to. <laughs> that's, that's too on point. <laughs> Fuck you, Doug Walker. <sighs> Oh, uh, but anyways, uh... I mean, okay, you know what? I'm gonna say, say the one thing that I kind of like about Chain of Memories is how kind of fucked up it is that Nominee inserts herself into, like, yeah. Kyrie's position, like, in Sora's memories. I think that's kind of cool, but, you know... Spoiler alert! I don't give a fuck. No one needs to play this game. Yeah, don't play this game. <laughs> Well, just play if you again. Get the if spark you have notes, to. okay? If if you're experiencing the series for the first time, play KH1 because it's still a good time, and then read the spark notes version of <laughs> Chain of Memories. Don't you don't even have to watch the cutscenes. Just read the manga. Basically, Look, so, just okay, watch the ending. Nominate, nominate erases a lot of Sora's memories, but then at the end, she's like, "I can reconstruct your memories," and then that's it. <laughs> and well, there's also uh, some the, the gimmick is about that, Twilight that reconstruct Town and Roxas. I mean, there's there's more stuff that happens with Riku, I guess. And the stuff that happens it's, with Riku. It, it basically just watch the ending, because that's the only thing that matters. It's what leads into mm. Kingdom Hearts 2, and that's that's about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and make yeah. sure that you do brush up on the story at least a little bit before you play KH2, or you're going to be very confused. Or... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What would you be confused about? The fact that it has... We, Say that you've only seen the ending of KH1, right? Yeah. And then you jump straight into the second one. Okay. Wouldn't you be confused? Like, how? Well, where, where is Sora? Why, who is this Roxas guy? Why is Sora in a sleeping pod? Well, doesn't that get explained, like, in the I mean, intro? You'll be, you'll be confused by Roxas either way. But, yeah. like, if... The thing I is think... that you need, you need to know that he's in the pod getting his memories restored. Yeah, okay. Well, don't they show that? I feel like they show that. I mean, they show it in the opening cinematic, but it's not really like... Out of I, When you yeah. see it out of context, though, like, I remember when I played it for the first time, I, I'd even seen 
um, some chain of memories cutscenes. Like I went over to a, a person's house and watched like the cutscenes of the PS2 version. Like there's like a cinema mode or a movie mode or something like that where you just watch all the cutscenes. And even then, I came into Cage 2 and I was still confused about what was going on. But I would have been even more confused if I hadn't seen those cutscenes. So, I think Ryan's advice is probably best. Just go read the manga or something. Because they cut- you know, with the, Like, one thing about the manga. Um, the ones- They have, like, two versions of the manga. They have- They have one where it's, like, it's, it's in two volumes. And then they re-release it to where it's, like, it's just one massive book. The first half of the manga, or the first volume, I guess, it um, it does a little bit of um, the Disney stuff, but then the second half is just com it's all about the organization. You know, it, it cuts all the Disney all the Disney side content stuff, and it just focuses on what the organization is up to. And if, in my opinion, it also it makes it a bit more um, it clarifies a lot of the stuff that I remember right. Um, like it's it makes more sense than the game um and on top of like sora is like a fucking like he kills people like he fuck like the way how lark scene goes out lark scene lark the electric chick yeah the way how they the, the way how they take her out is that uh donald shoots some fucking uh ice into the air and then sora sh uh, shoots fire at the ice and they just keep doing that till it rains it gets on Lark's scene and she fucking explodes. See, so, that sounds way more fun than the game is. Yeah, and then, uh, who's the, the guy with the book? Uh, Zexion? Yeah. I think so. Riku, like, cuts him in half with his keyblade. Uh, Sora, like, swings on a cage, jumps in the air, and then stabs Marluxia through the fucking heart with his keyblade. Like, they fucking kill people in this fucking manga. And it's entertaining did, as all shit. Did this it really did is. this manga happen to come out in the same dark period that Hadox was referring to? <laughs> I remember yes. it coming out in middle school, so maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, but the manga is actually really good. So, like it cuts out like a lot of the fat. So, yeah. Like, okay. It, so, here's the thing. All of you guys have beaten this game at least once, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, well, actually, I don't think I've ever beaten this game. Okay, Because well, now that I think about it, I played the GBA version when I was really young a lot, but I only ever got to Maleficent Dragon. And then... I played it recently, I... I never... Yeah, I've never beaten this game, I don't think. Oh. Okay, well that makes two of us. I have not beaten this game. Uh, after... The Wait. Re and the reason why it took so long for us <laughs> to get to this episode was because I hadn't finished the game. But I tried to play it, I swear to you, I tried my hardest, but I just could not be arsed to finish this game because it is so boring and so drawn out and the mechanics are just, I just, it just made me want to shut it off and go play Kingdom Hearts 2 instead, which is what I did. So when is the remake or rebreak? I, if you don't mind me having incomplete thoughts in all versions, then otherwise never, because I never ever want to play this game. I have. So what's going to come out first, the remake or rebreak of uh, Rechain of Memories or Mario sixty four? Mario sixty four is already out, my friend. The but I know it's dead. all a joke. It's all a joke. <laughs> um, Much like your career. <laughs> it's true. Wait, was that was that towards him or me? 
It's toward all of you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we aren't a hack fraud like you, Hadox. I know. Oh! It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, it's what true. I did instead of actually playing the game was I watched all the cutscenes. They're like nearly three hours worth of cutscenes, and that's welcome that, that's, to Kingdom Hearts. And that's like taking out the Disney stuff. Even without the Disney stuff, there there's almost three hours worth of cutscenes in the PlayStation Two version. And yep. okay, so oh, I don't. <laughs> I. Uh... You, you, it sounds like you have something on the brain, King K, that you'd like to share. Well, I have a lot of things on the brain right now. I, okay. Alright. Alright. Okay. So. Like, this this game broke me a little bit last night. <laughs> As, uh, you could probably check my the media tab on my Twitter profile. See a bunch of lovely clips that I made. One where I accidentally reset the game because I mangled the buttons so much that I just reset the game somehow. Uh, yeah, this this game doesn't make any sense. The way that it's structured encourages you to just spam buttons because if you just spam buttons, you kill all the heartless. But then you get to a boss and all of a sudden it requires like yep. <laughs> requires you know how to play the game. And then it's like I get people telling me on Twitter like you're supposed to not use slates during this boss or you're supposed like you can break the game really easily if you have a bunch of zero cards or something and I'm like Which? I only have two zero cards because this game has a loot box system I'm not even shitting you it has card pack things and you can't buy specific cards so if you want a zero card which can cancel anything by the way you need to get them randomly Vexen who I was fighting has like seven zero cards that he spams constantly when I'm trying to do anything. And if you, the first card in a slate will break. So you have to like strategically like move around your huge ass deck in an action RPG. Like, and th the computer, even on normal, can flip through their deck like lightning. <laughs> yep. But you know, yeah. I have seen people break the game before. I'm sh I've seen it too, like, but guess I, what? I, I, They're lucky enough to get the good cards. I don't yeah. have the good cards. So, like, I've seen people like spam like uh, the time stop and then Arcus Arcanum or whatever the fuck it's called. And like, I, like I like there is ways to break the game, but again, it's you get them through fucking booster packs. And and it all comes back to my central question: Why the fuck would you play this game? <laughs> It, it just why I, like, I don't why? think I, I think maybe like the appeal of the PS2 version is seeing the GBA cutscenes play out on like the Kingdom Hearts one or two. But you got so much shit to deal with. You can just look that <laughs> shit up on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but at the very least, again, there are with the so GBA many other game, better games you could waste your time in, and it just baffles yeah. me. Like this is this is my problem with people like defending bad really really bad games it's like why the fuck would you torture yourself when there's so many other better games out there it's just like like enter the dragon like, well you're not you you just don't know how you have to spend five hours and learn the mechanics it's like why the fuck would i do that am i insane am i like a sado fucking masochist <laughs> i'm not gonna sit here and learn the fucking controls 
If a game's not fun well, within okay, like the well, first hour pretend, or two, then you should drop People pretend it. there's like this grand strategy to this game. There isn't. People... The fact that people can break it at all shows that there's something wrong. The fact that I don't have the cards to break the game, there's something wrong there. I have no cards to survive Vexen, because he has objectively better cards. He has a bunch of nines. I, for the life of me, I have gotten like 25s and 4s. Those are like, I can't make slates higher than his slates. I only have two zero cards. Eventually you get to a point where you're reloading all the time, even if you have mega elixirs or high potions to instantly refill your cards. Eventually I get to a point where he has like two health bars left and I have to, I'm on three reloads and I have to keep dodging his attacks. One of which you have to preemptively dodge because it's an instant ice attack that you have to roll at like, at a specific point in time to dodge out of the ice block as it appears instantly. There's no way that you can dodge every attack in this game. It's not like the other games in the series. You have to card block them, but you need higher value cards. If you do not have higher value cards, you need to go get some. And I still can't get some for Vexen. I mean, I guess I'm the only one who ever made it like towards the end of Sora's campaign. Cause like, Exo, no, when you were saying- No, I made if, it like, towards the end. Like, it, I remember Exo was asking if we all beat the game. I remembered. No, no, I did not because I, I got, beat the game. You, you beat the game. Okay, I did it. Then I got to like the second closest. Then and this is on the GBA. Well, how far is is Vexen and Twilight Town? You're towards the end. Which, by the, the way, you know the most infuriating thing is when you fight Vexen. You're like, hey, look, you get a card for Twilight Town. You get the key to the beginnings, right? Which usually triggers a cutscene. If you use the key of beginnings in Twilight Town, you immediately enter a fight with Vexen on the key to, of beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same fight. He has the same attacks. He just has one more health bar. And that's when I stopped playing because that's, no. that, is, that is not only lazy, it's the most frustrating boss I'd encountered. I hate the game already, why the fuck would I trudge on? I know oh, the story, you, you I, don't so need can, to, I don't need to you, know the story because I know the story. You trudge on so you can get to fucking Marluxia. Marluxia uh, Yeah, but everything that I've heard is shit, that, and I the, further that the further that you go on, the bosses just get harder, and I'm like, why would I want to get past Vexen then? So you can see how fucking bullshit Marluxia is. I, I already remember, can't get past Vexen, I'm not gonna go any game. further. I was playing Fuck this that. fucking game when I was a kid, and I would—I got stuck on Marluxia, and when you fight him, like in like a hallway for Castle Oblivion, and he was like the hardest motherfucker, and I was stuck on him for like the longest time, and through sheer like war of attrition, I managed to beat him, and then he has the fucking nerve to go, oh that was a fake, you were fighting a fake, fight the real me further down this hallway, it's the final boss, I I. Fuck I that. grabbed the fucking GBA cartridge out of my GBA and I threw it across the room. They do that, that surprisingly often. Off. They do that with Riku Replica. You fight yeah. Riku Replica, you do a world, and then you just fight Riku Replica again, almost mm -hmm. unchanged. Yeah. Yeah, I hate Marluxia. I want him to die. It's just lazy design. Mm -hmm. It's okay, it's a mix of lazy, boring, frustrating, <clears throat> all in one nice package. And you know what else? It's almost all of it is irrelevant. Like, yeah. <laughs> Because you go to the Disney worlds and it's like, no, Sora, Donald, and Goofy don't say that they know them even though they know they're going to worlds from their memories. But it's like, it plays out the same but different because they're all talking about memories, but none of them are voice acted, they're all text. And it goes by in f like four act structures because you have to do the keys to open the cutscenes and they all play out the exact same. This is not like K 
KH2, because I know KH2 gets a bad rap for its Disney Worlds. This game is like pattern solidified. Like you you watch a cutscene, you watch another cutscene, you fight a boss, you watch a cutscene, you leave. Like <laughs> it's like that for all the worlds. And you know what doesn't help is that most of the worlds in Reach and Memories are just the same worlds from Kingdom Hearts 1. Except they're yep. a little bit different, but they don't feel at, they don't feel as well designed. It's so well, not lazy. even close. It's yeah, so lazy close. and weird that they <laughs> when the thing that was so jarring for me is when you go into Atlantica, <laughs> Donald, Goofy, and all of them are like, "Hey, we can walk and breathe underwater for some reason." Whoa. And Ariel, Ariel goes up to them, right? And and she's she okay. The point of the fucking movie is that Ariel is interested in humans, right? Yeah. She sees human, a human, and she just she just doesn't react. She's like, "Oh, I stole my daddy's trident. Uh, don't tell anyone." And she leaves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fun game. Yeah. I don't get it. So see, and again with the GBA version, that that part makes a bit more sense because there's not really a lot that they can do. They can't do an entire yeah. like swimming section on a GBA game. You know, it's it, still it kind of like sense. don't put fucking Atlantica in the game if you can't. <laughs> like, yeah. But if again, you're gonna just make least. them walk underwater and Ariel has no reaction, even though the point of her fucking character is that she's into okay. But at the very least, it's like what I was saying before. You know, with the GBA version, there is some sort of appeal of seeing the worlds that were in the PST on the PS2 version. There's some sort of appeal in seeing them on a GBA cartridge, and that's essentially <laughs> what uh, what Chain of Memories was for. It was for, you know people who didn't have a PS2, they could get some sort of Kingdom Hearts experience. But it just doesn't help when this game takes place right after the first Kingdom Hearts game. Like, I think, just on the whole, I think the GBA version is more impressive because of the stuff that they were able to do, some of the stuff that they were able to get away with, because there's a couple of FMVs on, um, yeah, on yeah. the GBA. And for GBA quality, they're pretty damn good, you know? Like, I remember looking at, at, at the cutscenes, I was just like, oh my god, this is on a fucking handheld device. This is fucking crazy. You know, and granted, they look like shit nowadays, but you know, for well, the GBA, not if you it's look at impressive. them on the real screen. Yeah, if you look at them on the real screen, it looks better, obviously, but like, it just, it, it's, it feels weird to me that the version that, that they're touting to be like, this is how you were supposed to play Reach Chain of Memories, you're supposed to play on the PS2, it feels so much more lazy. It's not well, nearly it's as impressive. I, I'm pretty because sure it's because won. they. They didn't think... One, they wanted to reuse assets to make it quicker. Yeah. Two, they didn't really think about why they implemented the card system in the first place. And it's because of system limitations, for God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't work when you translate it into... Okay, imagine injecting the card battle system into KH1. That doesn't work. It doesn't work so well. No. Now, as as just a question, what do you think IGN rated this game? Oh, they probably uh, gave it like a 9 chain? out of 10. <laughs> they gave it an 8.5 out of 10. The PS2 okay. or the GBA? Both. That's insane. Who Which the version? fuck likes this game? Which version? Both. Both? Yeah. They got the exact same score. Both versions. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, the GBA the one, I give like these a games? seven, but Rechain, who, who I just... likes these games? <laughs> I like how we're, I like how you're mystified, Hadox, that people like this game. 
I, I just don't understand. If you like this game, please try to convince <sighs> me. Tell me something that's good. Because I see nothing. Actually, I see only if you use zero cards, you can break the game. You know, you sound like um, a if the player. game if the game wanted me to use zero cards, they'd give me zero cards. I only have two, and that is not enough to survive. Yeah. My problem with it is that, especially and this goes especially for the for the remake. Uh, and pretty much goes with what Ryan is saying. Like, I can see this kind of working on GBA at least better. Because, obviously, you can't do a full 3D action RPG kind of control scheme on the GBA, even with isometric or, you know, the three-quarters view or whatever you call it, the heads-up view. Uh, you can't really do that. So it kind of makes sense that you'd bring cards in there so that you could make all these complicated... You could find a way to inc incorporate all these kind of complicated commands into something simpler that people can work with on a GBA. Problem is, because the remake looks so much like the console games, every time I'd come into a battle, I just kind of defaulted to that sort of mindset of, oh, I can just keep pressing the X button. But if you do that, then you run out of Keyblade cards and then you have to reload. They want you to use slates and to stack cards, but when you do that, you lose cards. Which is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. What good does that do if using these special moves makes it so that I lose cards? That That is asinine. It ruins the game. Because I can't fight bosses who are constantly, like, like King K says, these bosses will barrel through their fucking decks like it ain't no thing. How am I supposed to scroll through this menu in real time in an action RPG and select the card with the higher value in real time? How? Who the so fuck let would- you, Let me ask you two something, because this also is, um, like, do you guys, did you guys ever use the, um, the cards that you get from the bosses? The Heartless cards? Not just the Heartless cards, but like the actual boss cards. Like, I think you get one for like Jafar and um, Hades. I know you get one for uh, the organization members as well. I think you get one for... Yeah. I, I had gotten like to the black. point where I was considering using them, but I never had enough card points to equip them, and they cost a lot of card points. Yeah. So it was like, either I could have more attacks too. so that I could actually make it through battles, or I could equip one of those things and maybe get some kind of benefit. And then I got to Hades and gave up because I wasn't having any fun. And I did not see how I was supposed to beat him. Because the battle system makes no goddamn sense. This game should be a turn-based game, not an action RPG. If it was turn-based, then I could... And maybe you had like a little active time battle meter thing where you have to pick the card with the higher value within the time limit or something. I could see that maybe working, but they actually do that in Riku's gameplay. Really? <laughs> Which is no, funny. There, yeah, actually... but it's not it's not turn based, but like what you're saying about like there are moments in Riku's gameplay where like you have to like pick a higher card value. It's like you it's like you know when you fight the things in KH2 that are like the samurai, it almost enters into a, a state like that where you pick a higher card value than the other. Imagine like a full game centered around an idea like that would probably be a yeah. lot better than what we that have now. That could work. I could see that AXL. being kind of fun. It wouldn't be as good as the uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 kind of gameplay. Uh but 
I could see that having being more entertaining and working better than what they actually have in here. Because I'm you sure. Heard of a game called Bots and Kaitos? Uh, yes. It's for the GameCube. There's two. There's Bots and Kaitos and Bots and Kaitos Origins. It's pretty much what you described, where it's it, it's it's turn based, it's card based, um, and you got to like pick your cards to um, to do different attacks. But another thing also is that like if uh, your enemy is getting ready to attack you, you can pick like because like your cards are based off of like equipment. So like you got cards for um, like a chest like a chest plate, a shield, a pair of boots. Um, so if your enemy is getting ready to attack you, you can pick like a, a shield card. And that'll um, negate some of the damage. So, like, if if that does sound interesting, I would say give that series a shot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that does sound more or less like what I was thinking of, and I could see that working yeah. better. It's just the fact that they expect you to do this in real time that completely ruins it. When you are going up against an AI that can play the game way better than any human being ever possibly could, it just feels completely unfair. And I get, I suppose that if I was willing, I could probably figure out all the pro strats and all the ways to beat the game. But the game is otherwise so boring and monotonous and doesn't even hold a candle to Kingdom Hearts 1, let alone Kingdom Hearts 2. Why would I want to torture myself with this and waste my time learning how to play it when I don't enjoy playing it? I hate this game. The more I, cause like I played a little bit of Edge of the Dragonfly the other day. That game isn't good, but you can I can enjoy myself somewhat with it because it has some of the things I liked from the other games. It's just not a finished game and has glitches and has a whole bunch of other really annoying little things about it. But when it comes to the core gameplay, it's more or less the same thing from the first three. But Chain of Memories is that right is is just that awful toxic cocktail of boring frustrating confusing and pointless all in one it might be the worst game i've ever played now that i think about it i don't know check back with and, me on that one but i fucking you're talking hate about this game rechain just to clarify you're talking about the ps2 ps4 version correct yes that's correct okay, okay. <laughs> I just don't understand. I mean, like, I remember I tried out uh, ReChain way back when it came out on the PS2. I got to Alice in Wonderland, I got to the boss, and I paused the game and I thought to myself, I could just be playing the fucking... I could just be playing Kingdom Hearts 1. Because that's a, it feels like a worse version of Kingdom Hearts 1. Like, to me, ReChain... Like, there is, again, like... If you grew up playing the GBA game, it's interesting to see these kind of cutscenes play out in, you know, in an actual, like, in, in actual cutscenes, you know? Like with yeah. 3D character models and voice acting, there's some sort of appeal to see that kind of, you know, see that kind of story that, that you grew up watching or playing play out on, on a PS2. There's some sort of appeal there, but like just playing the game itself, I just did not have any fun with it. You know, granted, it's been years since I played Rechain, but I've never had any urge to go back. And I've had the itch to go back and play regular Chain of Memories on the GBA, because again, I just find that game to be far more impressive because of what they were able to do, given the limitations of the GBA. 
So it's, you know, rechain is pointless, but, you know, actual chain of memories, there's something there. But I, at the same time, you know, I'm not going to give it this. I I'm can not play the GBA version and, and feel nostalgic for it. So whatever. Yeah. Probably the GBA has and... something going for it. The PS2 version does not. Probably pick it up and remember my my days in the car playing Chain of Memories. Even though it's way, really good for though. <laughs> either way, just ass. read the manga. That's all I gotta say about it. Yeah. So that, that is that all we have to say about the gameplay? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to think about this game anymore. Jesus. I'll it, still stand by the GBA version, but you know, it's it's not like if that game is super amazing or anything. Yeah, I'll leave it I'll leave it with this. At least I can play and somewhat enjoy recoded. Oh. Alright. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I when I dropped Ch rechain at the Hades boss. I was just like is this the worst game in the series? And I think it is. Even though I, I legitimately think it is, even though Recoded is the most irrelevant, I, I legitimately think this is the worst. Because like, Ugh. if if the th if the DS games have like the Birth by Sleep 3DS kind of gameplay to them, which it sounds like they have that command deck system in them too. Uh, okay, it's okay. They're 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 probably worse than birth by sleep and dream drop I, distance yeah i would expect they that are. much but they are they but they're they're much better than this shit like <laughs> they're they're not great but whatever i'd play them over this any day at least and in I, three five eight days you can play as organization members that's cool <laughs> and i i remember actually enjoying uh three five eight days when it came out I haven't played it in a while, but again, I remember being impressed by it, being like, like this was a fucking game that I played a lot on, on the PS2, and I can now play something like it on the go. Like, this is fucking weird. I didn't have a PSP at the time, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's... I remember enjoying 358 Days Over 2. Yeah, it's just repetitive, but, I mean, like, y you can play it, and, like, <laughs> it makes sense. It's mission-based, right? Yeah. Yeah, remember that being weird. It is quite weird. But yeah. Uh, um, only other thing we sh we should probably talk about if we're done with the gameplay is the, the story of this game. We've kind of touched on it a little <laughs> bit. That the only thing oh, you really need story. to know. What? Oh, the story. <laughs> okay. Like, we kind of touched on this a little bit in saying that the only thing you really need to know is that Sora goes to sleep in a pod so that his memories can be put back. But... Okay, so I did watch all three hours worth of cutscenes from this game, which does not include the Disney shit, which is all irrelevant anyway. Uh, so everything that takes place in Castle Oblivion with the organization members, that takes up about three hours of game time. Um, and... I'm sure that if I was actually playing the game, it would be much worse because it's so far between when you actually get to learn anything interesting because you have to suffer through the Disney shit. Um, but I've, I've got some entertainment value out of Sora's story, actually. It It's... I mean, okay, if we're not counting the Disney shit, then... 
It's fine, but they they backload a lot of things. Yes. Like, I mean, the coolest part of it all is Namine injecting herself into Sora's memories to the point where Sora considers her like a real part of his life at one point. And that, that's some freaky shit, but like, that's interesting to watch. And I like all the stuff that happens at the climax. Like, Marluxia is, is, you know, he's like, he's an or like, you get to interact with all these organization members that you would never know about if you played KH2. Yeah. So, and it's I do have to cool say, they are sense. much more entertaining than the KH2 organization members overall. I mean, obviously, Axel's the exception because <laughs> I mean... he's in both games, but I actually found, um, Larkseen really entertaining to watch. I, I really like Larkseen as well. Like, her voice actress did a phenomenal job. Like, these yeah. might be some of the best voice performances in the series, right, in this game. Well, not not for Vexen. I hate Vexen's voice actor. I, uh, know, I think like, he's kind of funny. That he, the way that he pronounces his lines is so weird. Let's try an experiment. Yes. In <laughs> the way that he says yes. I don't understand Vexen why. Maybe I just have PTSD because Vexen keeps shouting. He keeps, in his fight, he keeps laughing. And I, like, oh my god. Any line that he has in that fight. Speaking oh, of which, you meet Zexion's somebody in Birth by Sleep, but he's like... His somebody! Yeah, his yeah, somebody. That's what, they're, that's what they're called. Really? Pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, that's what people are calling them. I'm not sure if the games call them that, but that's... Basically what people call them are their oh, that somebodies. Oh, fucking funny! Yeah, I mean, you meet him and he's like... ...deaf and doesn't talk in Birth by Sleep. Yeah. So it was What's really what? weird seeing him talk uh, like it wasn't a thing... ...in Chain of Memories. What is Sexion's name? Because uh, I, I don't think remember. It was, I think oh, it was it's Ienzo. Exio. It's Ienzo. It's Ienzo. Yeah. EXO? Yeah, I was, I was gonna say it. You <laughs> take out the X's. <laughs> Yeah. You have to take out the X's and rearrange it, but it's... Yeah. It's actually quite amusing when you try to rearrange their names. When we didn't know all of them, because for the longest time we had no idea what Marluxia's name is, or anyone in Castle Oblivion. So... I mean, except for Zexion, I guess. So... And I think maybe Lexius? There were a few in Castle Oblivion that we didn't know for a long time. Axel is Lee. And I think we know everyone now. What's more Because his, he's Lorium. Oh. He you got know, revealed in the mobile game. Uh, I, I always called him asshole. Because <laughs> I hated him. Yeah, it took them that long until the mobile game to reveal his somebody name. And now he's in KH3, I guess, so. <laughs> I think Ryan's going to enjoy beating that boss. <sighs> well, I don't know. Well, it won't be a card in battle system, so it'll be manageable, five. I guess. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 has a lot of potential to be the best game in the series. Well, I mean, you you do fight him in KH2. He's the yeah. yeah, he's an optional boss. He has fucking DOOM! <laughs> I, this is like, one thing I hate about Final Fantasy is the fucking DOOM counter! And that's like with every fucking Final Fantasy- Well, I don't know if the first two had DOOM. But like, DOOM is the worst fucking thing to ever happen! So of course they give our loose yeah, yeah, fucking like DOOM! DOOM. Didn't Doom you like the, the second Bartandalus and... fight in 13, Ryan? <laughs> or every fucking, uh, fucking 
they're like persona fights in in Final Fantasy 13. We have to like fight the summons. Every oh, fucking no. summon casts. How Doom. do you like that game? Because, ah, it's 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 hard to explain. Okay, it's hard to explain. It is flawed up the butt, and I would not argue if people told me it was like it's a shitty game. I don't care. I get enjoyment out of it because I like the characters and the setting and the world and the story and the art direction. The gameplay can be fun. I just fucking hate the bosses. They are the worst thing ever. And every fucking summon casts doom. And it's annoying because you only uh, have like 30 Dr. seconds Doom to kill the boss. Doctor Doom is one of the greatest boss. comic book characters of all time. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, have you uh, fought the Phantom in KH1? No. He has a Doom counter. He can die. <laughs> but he's actually quite easy, because... I don't care. He's not, Doom like, he's is like... fucking stupid, and I hate it! <laughs> I think the only game where I could tolerate Doom is Well, in... the thing the thing is with the Phantom is that you, if you use uh, Stopra on the clock, the doom counter stops and you just keep spamming stop on the clock oh. and you never have to worry about it but the doom counter is always there i guess it's not that bad then but i think in seven um it has a pretty decent uh doom counter because like it's very very generous what the like, fuck are we talking about doom counters because of fucking marluxia and he's fucking stupid and i hate him and i wanted to die Ah. um so I I guess what I liked about I liked Sora's story more than Riku's and I might be in the minority on that because uh, I think what I really enjoyed and I do think that they kind of pulled this out a little early for him but it did feel like a test of his character almost where it's, it's like they completely mess with his head and you know dismantle his memories and reorganize everything and he's kind of left to try to figure out what's even right anymore, what he even wants. And in the end, he still forgives Namine, and he is even willing to be a f uh, friend. And he get he gets surprisingly right, that's exactly that's exactly why Sora is my favorite character. And I know that's controversial, but he's like, he's just I don't he's so like. And people make fun of him for it, but he's he's so he's just a nice guy, you know. He's like, a pure boy. He's a what? I just he's I think pure. he's very entertaining, and that's why I hate Dream Drop Distance because they try to make him dumb so that Riku can stand out more. And I, I mean, don't like, he is that. dumb, but but in Dream Drop Distance they really like they drive it home. I mean, clearly Riku was the focus of that game, but mm. I, I don't remember him seeming. There was a lot of, oh, is Riku here? That, golly gee, that would be great if Riku was here. They did a lot of that in Dream Drop Distance, but I remember him being like stupid. There are points where he's like deliberating things and I'm like, what, just stop. Well, to be fair, he, he does seem kind of stupid in this in Chain of Memories too. Uh, he, I mean, like, I how could you be in this Traverse here. Town? Where did this Traverse <laughs> Town come from? Yeah, that party is quite stupid. He's yeah. like, are we in Minecraft? He's like, how, how are you here? We're in Minecraft. Sora, my boy, they're fucking memories. Okay, <laughs> you've been explained this like several times. They're memories. Yeah. 
It's like, holy like, boy, their memories. I like this part in, um, in Dream Drop Distance where he's standing off against Zemnis and he was talking about being a small part in something bigger. I like that part. Yeah. It's like... It's <laughs> oh, like he knows that he's not like... He's not like the big hero, even though he kind of is. But like, he's okay with that. You know, he's okay with being something small. And I'm well, like, that's oh, why I, that's why I kid. think he's my favorite character because he's... yeah, he's my favorite character too. I love him. That's why I do like him in this game. He's he has to struggle a lot. He doesn't really. Like, I just can't imagine having your memories manipulated like that yeah. and to not even really notice that they're like because he does truly feel like Nominate was a part of his life at one point, and that's scary. Yeah, and there are some really interesting ideas in this story. Like, just the fact that memories basically define who you are, that you could become a completely different person, depending on, you know, what those, how those memories are arranged. Like, they even can, even in a kind of a world-building sense, like mythologizing, uh, sort of conceptualize memories as, like, ideas that are connected in some way. And that Nominee's powers are based on rearranging those connections. And that's interesting. Um, and the Riku replica actually, surprisingly, stood out as being an interesting character as well. Like, especially, I don't know, they kind of ruin it in the Riku storyline. But at the end where he's just like, he realizes that he's not a real person. And he has to basically figure out what he wants to do next. That's interesting. And I thought some of the drama between him and the replica, like, it would be much better if that was the real Riku, obviously, but... That some of that drama was really interesting, too, as, like, you know, like I said, test of his character. Like, his best friend wants absolutely nothing to do with him. Or at least that's what it seems to him. And how does he deal with that? And he pushes Goofy and Donald away at a certain part of the story, and then when it seems like he's at his lowest point, they come in and back him up. Like there's some there's some good moments in the Sora story. It's just it's just so disappointing that you have to sit through so much bullshit in order to get to those moments. Like not if you read the manga. Yeah. <laughs> but can I? We we need to address the elephant in the room that is the limited selection of cutscene music in this game. Yeah. Oh, like, even when I was watching, like, the theater mode at that friend's house that one time, it became quickly apparent to me that there are only, like, three songs that play through all the cutscenes in the game. Stop. It's God! And watching three hours of that was... <laughs> I feel like my brain just, like, melted. <laughs> oh no, he's having his memories rearranged! Well, gosh, Haydox, what's happening to them? Their memories! I don't know, I just... Why? Maybe we See, what, what's happening? What, what's happening is that Alec, in the distance, he's rearranging Haydox's memories <laughs> so that Alec is the, is the fifth member of the Inverse cast. Yeah, he's, 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 he's going to come on. to my house he's a and nobody, assassinate he's me. He's a nobody. 
He's a nobody named Alex. <laughs> I would be fine, Alec. If you're listening, just kill me right now. Like, come. You can kill me. Seriously, Alec. Kill me. Do it. Oh my goodness. So there's a, there's some good moments. Do we want to talk about? I don't want to talk. Chain of Memories makes me sad. All right. Well, how about we'll wrap up with Riku's story? Oh. Uh. What? Just like what the? Can we talk about just the general ridiculousness? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Why? What the fuck were they thinking? Dude, you've got like, you remember the uh, scene at the end when they Pluto is there and then like they're in their hoods and it's all this random shit. But Pluto's like, he's got a letter, right? Uh, right? Oh, I did like that they finally gave- I finally got an explanation as to why these damn hoods are so popular. I, oh, yeah. I, I just thought it was like a style thing, but turns out that they let you go through the corridors of darkness without getting corrupted or something like that. That's, what about the zippers? I but don't... that's- that's not true because... Kyrie goes through them and well, Kingdom she Hearts had, she's 2. a princess of heart. She has no darkness in her heart. Uh, I guess that makes sense. But don't Sora, Donald, and Goofy go through there as well? No, they go through a different-looking portal. That's you right. know what'd be really funny. That's the one in um in fucking uh, Twilight, Twilight Town in the lab, and that's when they go to the world. Yeah, I played okay. this recently, so it's fresh in my mind. Okay. You get a pass, Namora. <laughs> I can't believe I know any of these things. Uh, but anyways, now what what were you saying, Hadox? Wait, but what the fuck? Pluto does it all the time. Is he a princess of heart? Um, no. Or does it just not work on animals? In fact, Pluto's there's a in a vegetative state. <laughs> He's just been corrupted too many times. That's why he can't speak anymore. What if those okay, roughs, so their cries okay, for help? Okay, so what if, what if the fucking in that fucking back cover movie? And I know this is like off the rails. What if Pluto was inside that box the entire time? What Just like, like a, a dead huge, body. What if he's like a huge plot point in Kingdom Hearts three? What if no, it was what just if like the Pluto's mutilated corpse? It's like I'm, a, I'm gonna call it the final the the twist of Kingdom Hearts three is it's gonna be that Vanitas is the final boss. But mm. then, Vanitas gets- Yo, did you see that? What the yeah. fuck? Did you see that trailer? Yeah, of course I did. What do you take me for, fam? I- it- that really messed me up, cause I'm like... How- how the fuck are they gonna bring everything together and actually have a satisfying ending? <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, lord. Cause I- I compare this convolution to Near Autonoma in my head. Because that game's... Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, King K. I can pronounce it any way I want. So... Near Potato. Near Drakengard and that kind of jazz. That's... That... It's really complicated. Like, a lot of it doesn't make any sense, but it has a fucking purpose. Like, it, it goes into something, and it, it's, like, interesting, and it has a cool theme. But Kingdom Hearts is, like... <clears throat> and then, like, a lot of anime. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is the point? <laughs> a lot of animes. A lot I just, I like the music, I like the games, but what the fuck is the point of this stupid fucking narrative? Whoa. I just, what, what? what I remember is you it? telling me once, Haydox, that you said Master Zaynart was your favorite villain. <laughs> is that your impression of me? You fucking cock. No, you told me this. <laughs> You did a slight impression of me. No, I didn't. I, don't I, appreciate swear, it. I swear to yes, God, you I was did. just talking Do like normal. Do not fucking deny it. I swear I will sock this shit out of you. Listen <laughs> to me, Michael. I swear. You did. I heard what you did. You did your classic like... And then you did... I did nothing of the kind. Yes, you did. Yes, I literally just said, hey, Docs, I remember you telling me once that Master Xehanort was your favorite villain. In a high-pitched... No! Look, Michael. This never happens! Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are making shit up! I'm I not. guess we'll find out in the post. I guess we'll find I'm out not. in Kingdom Hearts 3 what I really said. <laughs> oh, no, I fuck. like. Okay. Can you. Let me have a complete okay. thought, okay? So, my problem with. So, on Michael? paper. Michael, what? it what? was my talking time. Okay, you, you talk. Okay, where do I begin? Now, Master Xehanort is- <laughs> I like him- I don't know why I like him. I can't remember this shit. I'm sorry. Well, gosh, looks like Nomine erased your memories. Wait a minute, I just thought of something. What? So... Okay. Never mind. Wait, no! Wait! Okay. So I know- I know- Course Zemnis. looks like Namine erased your memory. <laughs> I, I- I know that- I know that Zemnis is like, Ansem with an X, am I correct? Yes. But Zemnis is Xehanort's... nobody. What? He, so, he calls himself Zemnis though, it's, it's not like a- Like, don't they show this in 358 over two days that there's like a little ceremony? Like, he finds the the person and just, like, takes their name and rearranges it, puts an X in it, and it's like a little particle effect show. Yeah, that's, like, how, that's how their name is. But Xehanort's real name is Xehanort, it's not Ansem. But the person started calling himself Ansem before the split happened. Yeah, but Ansem is not Ansem, remember? Yeah, I know. But it's that no, it's it's not like Ryan. there's that's some god. Ryan. It's not like there's some that's god out that says Ryan, you're called Zemnis or Xehanort anagram with X in it. Ryan, Ryan, I'm gonna talk to Ryan because that's who okay. I was talking to in the first place. Please. I wasn't telling you this. Okay, Ryan, Zemnis is called Zemnis because now bear with me. Oh God, <laughs> Ansem from the first game is only calling himself Ansem. Remember? So yeah, but he's still called Ansem. That's they still call him Ansem Seeker of Darkness, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, hang on. So, wait, real quick, real quick. Can I ask you something real quick? Okay, so did uh, okay. So, you know, you know who Terra Nort is, then, right? Yes, yes. we all do. Was he that, calling that himself is... Ansem? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. That that's that's yes. That is okay. what happened. Okay. Okay, so that clears up a little bit. Okay. Okay, fucking Terra Nort, what the fuck? And because he so intently believes he's Ansem, that's why the nobody version is called Zemnis. Zemnis, okay. Because he thinks he's Ansem. 
But really, yeah, it's an excuse, because at some point after finishing the original version of KH1, Nomura decided he wanted to tell this grand epic story about this elderly Keyblade Master that wants to unlock the secrets of light and dark. <laughs> so he decided to retroactively rename the character from Ansem to Xehanort's Heartless. That's what really happened. So it's all big, but we'll have plenty of time to talk about that when we, when we, when we do our episode on Cage 2. This stuff was not planned out. I don't care what anyone no, says. No, there is no fucking way. up as he went along. No, and Hadox, I remember you telling I, me. I love the fact that it's not planned out. I think it's hilarious. I, I do I too. Love it. I remember Hadox telling me that he thought it was planned out because they have the Xemnas boss battle in KH1, but that's only in the final mix version. The original version did not have that boss fight with the mysterious figure. Did I say figure. this? Yeah. When the fuck did I say this? In the last episode, we did on Cage One. Oh no, no, Michael, you were talking. You were talking to Hadox as nobody. Oh, no. so so does that mean that Hadox is the nobody? And then the real uh, person is name. name. Yeah. And then that. So we got to do an anagram on Hadox and take out the X. Daho. 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 He's Daho. <laughs> All right, that's where I exit. He's Daho. The podcast. I'm sorry. Like seriously. <laughs> Wait. What hey, is? Hadox left. Exo. What if you're a nobody? <gasps> that's that's possible. Eo. There you go. You would be Eo. Does anybody Eeyore? know where Hadox went? I didn't really hear what he said. Oh, I'll I'll text him. Hey, docs, <laughs> come back. I don't know. Hopefully, he's not mad. I hope not either, because that was more of a joke. Oh, okay. So. I know, problem with Reverse Rebirth, like, on paper, it's a good idea, and it, I, I'm, it's the right direction to take Riku's character, and it set up a lot of things that I didn't know about when I played Dream Drop Distance, that kind of retroactively enhanced my enjoyment of what they did with them there. But mm -hmm. uh, the problem is that they take a story that could be over in like five minutes and stretch it out, to an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, basically, he's he's still kind of corrupted by Ansem and has some of his influence still inside of him. Uh, but he, gosh, uh, so he has to kind of fight that off and decide whether he wants to be wants to pursue the light or the dark and what and a path he wants to. And you know they've got Diz in there too, but and Mickey. But it just replays the same fucking. It feels like you keep watching the same cutscene over and over. Ansem, or Riku, Riku, give in to the darkness, then I will control you. No, Ansem, I don't. I won't let you control me. I'll have my control Riku, eventually. Give me your body, Riku. No, that's dumb. But Riku, give me your body. No. You know, he does a much better job than Terra ever did. That's that's true. Which, which, are you saying that it's inconsistent, Kinke? <gasps> oh, Hadox is back. <laughs> hey, I committed Dox. to the joke. 
<laughs> Sorry. I, we didn't hear what the joke was, so we thought you were like genuinely angry or something. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I went to go take a piss too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed no. like a little bit of a break because Kingdom Hearts was melting my brain. <laughs> Hadox, I do genuinely remember you telling me that, I didn't that, that, I didn't. that, King, that the Kingdom Hearts series no, was your I favorite didn't say series. That. You told no. me this. Wait, what? What did I say? You said that the Kingdom Hearts series were your, was like your favorite video game series. <laughs> you told me this. I'm telling you. When did I say this? We were like talking what on Skype. Fuck? When did I say this? Skype? We were, we were talking on Skype, and then you were telling me about how it's your favorite thing, and I'm just like, I don't know, I kind of like, the, that was back before I played the second one a second time, and changed my mind about it. What? What? This was a long time ago, then. <laughs> yeah, what this, the this was way before on Versecast. This was way- I, I don't think I had met King K at this point. Or... King K had sent you me a born. Squeak Squad review. <laughs> Hell yeah, I remember that. Uh, I met King K because Haydock sent me his um, Ratchet and Clank review, like one of his Ratchet and Clank future reviews. And I was like, "Oh, this this guy's cool. I like his cocaine jokes." <laughs> his cocaine jokes. Yeah, you made a I joke remember. about cocaine. I remember that specifically. That's the that's the one thing I remember the most about that review. I remember when you sent me the Squeak Squad thing, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is this?" And then I'm like, <laughs> alright, well, I'm just gonna watch it, cause whatever. And then I did, and I'm like, okay, this is, uh, fine. And then I'm like, I liked your work, man. And then I don't really remember <laughs> what happened. I think I clicked subscribe by accident. <laughs> by accident. Well, how did we meet Ryan? Uh, Where does he come into this? Um, I, I met him because he commented on the Mario 3 remake rebreak. <laughs> is wondering how uh, I managed to jump through Bowser. I remember this specifically. And then he was just a- I remember him. He's the reason I did my Skyward Sword review. Oh! Yeah, cause he, a he asked me to do one on it. An episode on it, and then I did. <laughs> Wait, so did then three. how did I meet Ryan? Uh, I think you watched one of his early videos. And found him oh, by god, accident. Oh god, I'm so sorry. I'm oh. so sorry. Wait, then how did I meet Michael? Right, it was Sonic Boom? <laughs> it might have been. I feel like we met think... before that. I remember we met before no, that, you and you're the reason I have that. a Twitter account. Oh yeah, I told Gorsh, you to make a Twitter. looks like nominees Fuck both of you. I remember one point, Michael was streaming uh, Mario Party with some of his friends. Mm. Adox was in the chat, and I was in the chat too. And then uh, Exa was reading the chat while someone was stealing his coins, <laughs> and then he was screaming about it, and I was laughing my ass off. I don't I remember, remember this. that. Oh, this this that that was that like the stream I did when Ethan came to visit Washington. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it was. So this chain of memories uh, retrospective is getting Gorsh. me all. Gorsh looks <laughs> like I'm. Oh yeah. 
Looks like I'm getting uh, all nostalgic. Well, we, if we're here. reminiscing, we might as well talk about the fifth member of the Unversed cast. Um, <laughs> yes, Frank. So <laughs> we kicked Frank, Frank out uh, I mean, early. Knuckles three and Knuckles. No, Frank. Um, it turned out Frank didn't really. He didn't jive with us. You know, Michael and him had a civil disagreement. Well, the um, problem with Frank Stallone is that he only likes to show up for a little bit in everything he's featured in. <laughs> I don't know who Frank Stallone is. I'm it's, sorry. It's Sylvester yeah, Michael, Stallone's your joke brother. Kind of fell flat. It's Sylvester um, Stallone's I, brother. He was in a hit film called Terror in Beverly Hills, but only for like five minutes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories isn't good. Yeah. <laughs> go go read the manga, and then go play Cage Two instead because it's significantly better. And then go subscribe game. to King K on YouTube. Cause he'll yeah, be doing a Kingdom I, Hearts I, video pretty soon. I make I make average videos. <laughs> so, I oh. I shoot for the middle ground. <laughs> well, King K, everything is better than the Squeak Squad review. You know, <laughs> is the Squeak Squad review that bad? No, it wasn't have you bad. Not seen it? I I have not seen that one. No. Well, it's it's not bad. It's just it's. Oh, Michael, I don't like it. I mean, it's it's better than Michael's Luigi's Mansion oh, review. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> you'd, you'd have to. I don't have anyone to teach me these things. Is the problem? <laughs> Neither did I. My videos have been shit. I like consistently made shitty videos for six months. Like, it was bad. I feel like every video post well, I, Sonic I found, Boom was bad. I found you through a Mario Party 10 review. Ugh, that one was ugh, really <laughs> bad. I found the... you in your story of seasons review. Ugh, that one was really bad. And you gave it <laughs> a six out of ten, and I'm like, oh. And then people were mad because know... they didn't like their favorite farming simulator. You know, want to <laughs> know the funniest part of story of seasons? I I don't know why what? I felt like I had to review the game, but I like played it for an hour. I'm like, this shit is stupid. <laughs> and then I like gave it to my friend to play for me while I watched. <laughs> <laughs> and then with Mario Party 10, I think I was working for Always Nintendo, and they gave me codes at that time. That shit was dumb. Mm, I Holy think that was fuck. before that. Mario Party 10? Yeah, I do remember you got a code, and then people accused you of not actually having the game. This was before Splatoon. Yeah. And then Splatoon happened, and that was a big fuss. That was the big, the big ol', the big ol' doozy. Oh boy. The one where Jim Sterling commented on my video and was really snarky. And I'm like, what one day, say? Jim Sterling. He was like, he pointed out a thing I got wrong in the video and was like, you clearly didn't play the game. And I'm like, fuck off. Hmm. And then I, I remember I, I cried. Cause I'm like, big YouTubers don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the story. One of these days, Jim Sterling, we'll play Splatoon together. One of these days. Um, that was vodka. So on that note, is there anything else we want to say about Chain of Poop? Uh... Just no, like... don't answer that, Ryan. Don't answer that. Say no. But... Say no. Just say no. No, I mean, yes! Fuck! 
Yes, okay, let's move on. We're moving on. We are moving on, I don't care. Ugh. But let me tell you about the I'll make I'll make like the president declarative let's declare this state of emergency. We need to move on. Oh. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories is the greatest game I've ever played, okay? <laughs> Alright, um so do we want to talk about some Kingdom Hearts 3 news? Or do we want to wrap up? Why don't we talk? I feel like we should wrap up. We've been talking for a while. <laughs> okay. It's, I... it's only been an hour and 41 minutes. Yeah, it's too long. Oh. <laughs> it would be nice to have a reasonable length podcast for a change. Yeah. Well, hey guys, I all go right. For so Kingdom hours? Hearts Chain of Memories sucks ass. And anybody who likes this game... <laughs> has a lot more patience than I, I do. And might be wrong. Anyways, have a wonderful <laughs> day. <laughs>